we present another episode of your own serial, Castlewick Light. Dorothy is racing Clive in a bid to acquire the art studio at the end of the town. Back at the Castlewick Light, Billy is gradually coming to terms with his blindness, though Marge finds it difficult to accept that he'll ever be able to live a normal life again. Meanwhile, Tom Palmer is very short of confidence since he lost his son Sammy, as well as his boat, in the storm last autumn. Alice is trying to cheer him up over breakfast. Here, have another piece of toast, Tom. Thanks, Alice. No, as I was saying, you must make the effort. Now, don't start that again, woman. I just can't face it. Surely you understand. Well, of course I do, Tom. But the only way is to carry on living. You know, Tom, the seas are being good to you, as well as cruel. Give me a good living, they have. No doubt about it. The fishing fleet has all but disappeared. Yes, but you know as well as I do, there's money to be made from makers and visitors. And there's nobody who knows these waters better than you. I thought I knew them. Now pull yourself together and stop feeling sorry for yourself. Here, drink your coffee before it gets cold. So you expect me to agree to take the Peacock's grandchildren out? Yes, I most certainly do. Disgraceful! What do they expect? Nobody has any respect for traditional values any longer. Now who's that, I wonder? Coming! Just drying my hands. Hold on, whoever you are. Don't be so confounded in vain. 3847, Peg speaking. How are you, Major? Why, really? Oh, dear. Such a lot of flu about. But isn't your daughter coming down this weekend? Let me see Ruth, isn't it? Well, I'm sure the sight of your two grandchildren will make Eleanor feel better. Now, is there any news about our little project? I beg your pardon? Do you mean... Oh, I can't quite... Oh, dear... That awful racket on the radio. Excuse me, Major. I'll just go and turn it down. Hold on a minute. My goodness, what a diabolical din. Can't even get any decent music on the radio these days. There, Mr. Roger Brady. That's done for you and your nasty pollution on 100.3 on my dial. Now then. Uh, Major, uh, you were saying... I see. Oh, no, it's no surprise. It looks as if Mr. Clive Blades is in for a bit of a shock. Oh, dash it all. Now who's that at the door? Excuse me once again, Major. I seem to be in demand this morning. Now, who in the world can this be? Good morning, Miss Peggs. I'm sorry to... Uh... Good heavens! Yes, I didn't mean to startle you. Estate agents don't intimidate me, Mr. Blaze. Oh, well, I'm pleased to hear it. And I don't find smart backchat amusing either, Mr. Blaze. You'll have to wait. I'm speaking to someone on the telephone. Excuse me. Now, I wonder what he's up to. Sorry about... Sorry about that, Major. Our friend Mr. Blaze is at the door. Oh, of course, of course. 
pounds thirty-four, please, Mrs. Halstead. Oh, there you are, Mr. Goff. Oh, hang on, I may have the thirty-four. Uh, not to worry. Got plenty of change. And how's your husband these days? I haven't seen him around for the last couple of weeks. Jeremy? Oh, he's all right now. A bad dose of flu. It seems to have been doing the rounds in Castlewick. Hmm. Too many so-called health foods, if you ask me. Load of nonsense. Can't beat the old meat and two veg. Maybe. There's even talk of health food shopping in Castlewick. <laughs> Imagine. Really? Bound to fail. I'll make damn sure of that. Well, I must be off. Good morning. Right you are then, madam. And mind you, take care of that husband of yours. Feed him properly. I'll certainly do that. Bloody yuppies. I hate him. There you are, Mr. Blades. Freshly ground. Yes, thank you. That's very kind. Aren't you having one yourself? I had a coffee just before you came, thank you. Now, what brings you to my humble abode this morning, Mr. Blades? I can't spare you long. I have a pile of books waiting to be marked. I don't know. You overwork teachers. That's as maybe the reason for your visit, Mr. Blades. OK, OK. Well, let me get straight to the point. I wish you would. The art studio. Oh, yes. Well, I know you're interested in buying it. On behalf of the people of Castlewick, the town needs a point of reference in order to protect its heritage. Well, well if you say so. But I'm afraid that you won't be able to have your heritage centre at the art studio. We'll have to wait and see what happens at the auction. Now, won't we, Mr. Blades? Well, actually, Dorothy, no, we won't. Uh, there isn't going to be an auction. What? Well, that's what I've come to tell you. The vendors accepted the cash offer I was telling you about uh, when you came to view the studio. But didn't you tell him of my interest? Well, yes, of course I did, but uh, he, he wasn't interested. Generous cash offers are not to be sneezed at. Uh, apart from that, he, he didn't think a heritage centre was required. Ah, oh, but that's not really his business now, is it? I see. And I suppose he's all in favour of health foods, eh? Well, I wouldn't know. No, of course you wouldn't, would you, Mr Blades? Well, if that's all you've come to tell me, then perhaps you won't mind allowing me to get on with my work. Of course, and thanks for the coffee. Just one word before you go, Mr Blades. Yes? You might care to know that I will be meeting Mr. Bloomfield in Sternbridge later today. What? Mr. Bloomfield, the owner of the art studio. Well, I know who he is, but, but, but how did you... He gave specific instructions that his name was not to be revealed. Uh, there's not much that I don't know about Castle Ring, Mr. Blades. You should realise that by now. Goodbye, Mr. Blades. That'll give that young upstart some food for thought. Now, six, nine, health food centre indeed. I'll give him health food. Oh, hello, Major. Dorothy Pegg's here. That's right. He thought he had me beaten. I told him that I'm off to see Bloomfield. No, don't worry. He doesn't have any idea at all. Yes, eleven o'clock. Are you sure Eleanor is fit enough to drive? Yes? Goodbye. Goodbye. Right. Time to teach young Clive Blades a lesson. Your 
social workers here, Billy. Oh, good. Good morning, Mr. Meredith. I'm Janet Raven. How do? Call me Billy. Everyone does. Oh, this is nice, isn't it? Are we right over the bar? That's right. We've got to be because of murglars. After the spirits, you know. Now, Billy, I've got to get back to the customers. You listen carefully to what Mrs. Rayburn has to say. Listening is the one thing I can do properly. Of course it is, Billy. But, Mrs. Meredith, you and I must have a little chat as well. Me? Why me? Well, the truth is you both need advice. Do we? I'm managing all right as Oh, about is. what not to do, as well as what you can do. Ah, sounds as if we're going to get on, Mrs. Rayburn. But Billy! No, no, you just run along, love. When I'm done, I'll come down and take over in the bar for you. And you can nip upstairs and entertain our guests. You can't take over the bar, Billy. Tell him, Mrs. Rayburn. Sounds an excellent idea, Billy. What? But you'll need someone standing by to begin with, just until you get your bearings. Told you so, Marge. Anyway, off you go. Tell the customers I'll be down in a minute. Well, all right. She worries too much. They all do, Billy. It's only because she loves you and wants to protect you. Smother love, that's what it is. Bad enough having to face up to it myself. Scared? Frightened silly. But I'm not going to let it beat me. I can pull pints. Lord, I've done it for years. You can tell by the sound of the glass filling. Note gets higher as it reaches the top. And spirits are easy. The optic dispenses an exact measure for you. What about money? Oh, easy. Coins all feel different. Yes, that's true. But be careful with the notes. Well, they're all different sizes, ain't they? Ah, you can't rely on it. One or two of my clients have been muddling twenties with tens recently. They've just come out with a new note and it's smaller. Oh, yes, that's a point. Oh, you've just reminded me. I had to pay the cash and carry last week and we had to use Margie's personal account. What am I going to do about business checks? Well, that's easy, Billy. Go to your bank and ask for a special checkbook guide. That makes sure you fill in the right things in the right spaces. You've got an advantage there, you know. Really? What's that? You won't have to be taught how to write. Oh, before I forget, here's a symbol cane with my compliments. Oh, no, no, I don't want to be seen with one of those white stickers. Oh, don't be silly. You can't live without one of these. Look, take it. You can fold it up and put it in your coat pocket. Absolutely vital, you know. Apart from warning other people like motorists to take care. Good heavens. There's a lot to this, ain't there? Quite a bit, I'm afraid. I'll show you how to use the cane in a moment. But first, I want to tell you about the rehabilitation centre. Over at Mendelsh. Where exactly is Mummy? Oh, I beg your pardon, Ruth, dear. Mummy, where is she? Oh, yes. Well, she had to give a lift to one of our friends who wanted to go into Sternbridge. Oh, where all those murders took mm. place? By two, I think, yes. That's what she said. Oh, pretty grisly. Well, I don't think so. Probably the meeting went on longer than expected. The children will be getting hungry. Did you say something about murder? Honestly, where have you been, Daddy? Four murders in four weeks. Well... Stonebridge, or nearby anyway. No apparent motive, complete puzzle. Police realise they've got a psychopath on their hands. My sainted aunt. Leave it alone, Jamie. It's muddy. So perhaps there's more to the sleepy provinces than I thought. Oh, careful, Emily, you'll fall. Don't expect any sympathy from me, young lady. I warned you. 
Well, Jamie, help her up. There's an angel. <laughs> My word. Those two are growing up fast. Aren't they just? You know, you ought... I do wish... Well, we'd both like to see more of you, Ruth, dear. Your mother isn't getting much chance of watching them grow up. Oh, don't be. Please, Daddy. You know how tied up we are back in Muswell Hill. Anyway, you didn't have to move to the back of beyond. Oh, I'm not so sure about the... Oh, see what I mean? Not very peaceful at the best of times. Your mother, probably. Well, hello. Uh, but why are you so late, dear? Oh, did she? Wrong directions. Is Mummy all right? Oh, yes, fine. Oh, that's right, yes. Ruth's here. She arrived an hour ago. One o'clock, as arranged. Where? In the fridge. Ham sandwiches in the fridge. And how about the art studio, dear? Oh, oh I don't believe it. Well, Ruth was just telling me. Good gracious. Well, thank you. Thank goodness you didn't meet him. Now, you get back here in one piece, and I have a gin and tea ready for that cold of yours. Bye, dear. What was all that about, Dad? I don't believe it. What don't you believe? Don't keep me in suspense. The police have just charged a man for those murders you were talking about. So? Why are you so surprised? Well, it's the man your mother and Miss Peggs had gone to see. A Mr. Bloomfield. Yeah. <laughs> 